السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that today we continue with the tafsir and commentary of the Noble Qur'an. Our starting point is chapter 33, Surah Ahzab, verses 49 and 50, inshallah, Aziz, for today's lesson. To recap our previous lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala said, Remember Almighty Allah zikran kathira abundantly. So that is the quality and quantity. And which are the best times? Wasabbihuhu. Sabbihu subhanallah. And that will be that we announce and pronounce and glorify Allah. He transcends every weakness, every defect, every shortcoming. Bukratawwa asila morning, evening. Before fajr, after fajr, after asr. Who is Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? He takes us out from the darknesses to the nur and radiance and effulgence. Almighty Allah states, Shahidaw wa mubashirau wa nadira. He will bear testimony and for us or against us, Allah forbid, on the day of justice. Therefore, beg Almighty Allah, Allahumma zukna, shafatan nabiyyil Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yawm al-qiyamah. O Almighty Allah, grant us the intercession of Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the day of justice. Wa mubashira. And he will give glad tidings repeatedly and abundantly. Wa nazira. Warner with love and compassion. Wa da'iyan ilallah. Invite towards Allah. People love to invite to their house or shop or business. And we all want to become important. We are non-entities. We will become important when we have the correct belief and we invite people towards Islam and we invite people to the majesty of Allah. Be idnihi with the command of Almighty Allah was Mustafa sallallahu teaching, preachings, remember, the radiance, effulgence is spreading throughout the world today also. How many non-Muslims are embracing Islam? So remember that. You can counter-argue, but some people are leaving Islam. So we will say they were never Muslim in the first place. They brought about Islam, but they had shak and doubt and so forth, and they were skeptical. If we have true confidence and conviction in Almighty Allah, 
in the teaching, preaching of the Master Sallallahu Wasallam, Allah will keep us steadfast. We will live with Iman and die with Iman. See the verse, وَبَشِّرِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Give glad tidings to those who have true belief. بِأَنَّ لَهُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ For them by all Almighty Allah. فَضَلًا kabira. Great, magnificent grace from Almighty Allah. And the enemies of Allah and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Muslims. So, wala tutu'il kafirin. Don't obey them. Wal munafikin and the hypocrites. How many hypocrites today are masquerading and patrolling among the Muslims, the organizations and so forth. So remember that not every person with a Muslim name is a Muslim. Remember that. That's a huge mistake we are making. Wada'adahum and leave their annoying and statements and propaganda with the wakkal Allah. Place your trust solely, only in Almighty Allah. Wakafa billahi wakila. Allah is sufficient for you, for your actions and your speech and your deeds. Almighty Allah in this surah mentions many social laws as well. So we should know all these things. Look at this one, chapter 33, verses 49 and 50. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, O you who believe. When you got married to the believing Muslim lady, it shows that should be the aim that we get married to such ladies whose belief structure is correct and they are saliha, pious and so forth and so on, good character. Today the plight of the Ummah is we see the mal and jamal, mal the wealth and then the jamal the beauty. When we look at Mal and Jamal only, then after that you find Damal. So you find all the trouble coming. If you have real piety, taqwa character, Allah's special mercy will come, inshallah. So always remember that. That is Quranic prescription. That is the teaching of the Prophet wasallam. That Almighty Allah taught us when you select your spouse, then choose the ones that are pious. And Habibuna wasallam taught us, Fazfar bidhati deen, that choose the one that is pious and then you'll be successful. If you just study the noble Quran, you will find Almighty Allah states, وَأَنْكِحُ الْأَيَامَ مِنْكُمْ وَالصَّالِحِينَ مِنْ إِبَادِكُمْ The pious ones from your servants, male and female. So there, chapter 24, verse 32. So that is where we are going wrong. Now the nikah just took place. Husband didn't like the clothing of the wife. Example I'm giving. Wife didn't like the husband's clothing or something else. Just immediately after the nikah, the marriage. Thumma. Thereafter, the nikah, you, the husband, you divorced her, you gave her one talaq or two divorce or three talaq and so forth and so on. So you must remember, so she is ghair madhul biha. So ghair madhul biha means that now she is the one, you need not consummate the marriage with her. You didn't make khalwa, you didn't go into privacy with her. There was some argument and, and it happens nowadays sometimes, Allah forbid. So in a case like this, now remember properly, don't confuse issues. Husband, wife, they didn't spend time together in privacy at all. And nor did the husband consummate the marriage. So Allah says, you the husband, you gave a talaq, divorce. 
min qabli an tamassuhunna before touching her so before the khalwa and and privacy and before consummating the marriage then in that case there fama lakum alayhinna min iddatin ta'taddunaha then for you there is not upon her that she must go into iddat and the waiting period that you must count and so forth so remember there won't be iddat but when when the marriage was not consummated you didn't sleep together you didn't spend time together and there was no khalwa you didn't spend few minutes few seconds all that in privacy together so in case like that remember there'll be no iddat so what indeed is the iddat? The iddat Quran says, Salatata Quru, three menses. So that is the Hanafis and Hanbalis, they say. And the Shafi'is and the Malikis, they say three tuhur. And that is three periods of cleanliness. But remember that in this case, yeah, there is no iddat upon her, that is the lady, because you didn't spend the night together or the time together, daytime or nighttime. You didn't go into khalwa and privacy and so forth. So after that, she wants to marry anybody else. It's permissible because there's no iddat for her. Now the issue comes, why did Islam impose upon the women when the husband passes away, then there is the iddat 130 days, 130 days from time of death. Why did Islam impose upon her that they will be the menses after talaq? The three menses, Hanafi, Hanbali, or three periods of cleanliness, the Shafis and Maliki scholars, why? To maintain the sanctity and the sacredness of marriage. He's not buying a car or a computer or a cell phone. Same day you can just trade it in, sell it, or do whatever you want to that is permissible. So to maintain this whole sanctity, this institution, it will even continue in the year after. Chapter number 44, verse 54. In this world, ordinary people, mortals like myself, yourself, we perform the nikah, we are ordinary people and sinners. So remember, on day of justice, now we in paradise, Allah himself will make and perform the nikah, our nikah to the beautiful damsels and hur, the women of Jannah and paradise. So that is the difference. Another issue, don't confuse issues here. Husband, wife got married, right? And thereafter, the husband just looked at the beauty of his wife. And she captivated him. And they didn't spend one night together. They didn't spend a day together. There was no consummating of marriage. There was no khalwa. And there was no privacy, nothing. And when he looked at his wife, then he was so captivated, he got a heart attack, cardiac address, and he died. He passed away. So in a case like that, where it is iddatul wafat, Middatul wafat means that when the husband passed away, so dakhala biha or lam yadkhul biha, whether he spent time with her or not, whether he consummated the marriage or not, and he passed away, he died, the husband, for alayhal idda. So idda will be compulsory upon her. So we need to be clear on all these type of issues here. Don't confuse yourself. Now remember that when you a husband, you gave your wife a talaq, so you must give her muta. Muta means give her a present gift. 
Not like the non-Muslim system that you take your dirty linen and wash it in public, go on the radio, go to the newspapers, go on TV. We know it's haram TV, all that. But they go and wash everything there, so that is unacceptable. So soften the blow, give us some gifts and so forth according to your means. So this is mustahab, desirable and very good. jamila, And release her and sarahan jamila. Such a release that is good and beautiful. No swearing, no cursing and so forth and so on. But remember in this muta we are speaking about got nothing to do with the kuffar, the non-Muslim Shias. The Shias are kuffar and they speak of muta for one hour. Khomeini la'anahullah himself is a non-Muslim, remember. In his book, Tawdihul Masail, which they gave me and I still have it. Then they he writes that you can make muta prostitution for one hour. This got nothing to do with it. This is you give cash or you give clothing and so forth to soften the blow for her. Okay, things couldn't work out, so you continue with your life. He, the husband, will continue with his life and so forth and so on. So that is the meaning. So everywhere when a husband gives talaq, then it is good, it's desirable that he should give some gift and present. Not like nowadays, people are swearing and cursing one another, then the mother-in-law gets involved, the father-in-law, brother-in-law. So all that is unacceptable. One place to give mut'ah to the lady you divorce is not only mustahab and desirable, it's wajib and compulsory. لا جناح عليكم إن طلقتم النساء ما لم تمسوهن أو تفردوا لهن فريضة. That if a husband gave his wife talaq, for whatever reason, now there's no sin upon him. But the mahar, the marital gift, was not fixed. And remember, this was before he went into privacy, before consummating all that. So what must you do in a case like that? So you must give her the muta, the clothing, the money, and so forth, or whatever. According to the means, you are rich and wealthy, so according to your means. The poor person, according to his means. Chapter number 2, Surah Baqarah, and remember this is verse number 236. So yeah, Almighty Allah is mentioning it and explicitly. So we should know that Islam rejects the system of the Western system, that washing our linen and so forth day in the public, all haram. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was, is, will always be the final messenger and prophet of all, may Allah. We did chapter 33 verse 40, wa khataman nabiyin. Similarly, that we did also, that he, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa message is global, international, for all times, all places, all circumstances. Chapter 21 verse 107, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ we have not sent you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa but as a mercy to the universe and creation. So listen now, Almighty Allah has special laws for the Master sallallahu alayhi wa Ya ayyuhan nabi, because the Master alayhi wa has to set the precedent for humanity and posterity, but certain things are only for the Master sallallahu alayhi wa O Prophet, peace be upon you, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inna ahalalna laka azwajaka allati. That we made it permissible for you. 
that your wives, your honorable spouses, so they halal for you, afa Allah, so all Matyallah states, inna ahalalna laka azwajaka allati, so we made permissible for you, your wives, ateita ujura hunna, that you paid them the mahar, you gave them the marital gift, but that is permissible for us also. But you will understand that now in the ending what Allah is saying. So that's one. وَمَا مَلَكَتْ يَمِينُكَ مِمَّا أَفَا اللَّهُ عَلَيْكَ And whatever your right hand owns, from what Allah Ta'ala has returned to you, given to you as the booty spoils of war, when there is combat, fighting and so forth, and the Muslims are victorious, so then the wealth and spoils of war you get is called ghanimat. That is the spoils of war, booty. And when you go there, the Muslim army, the enemy surrender, there's no combat fighting, then you call that fate to return something. So, mimma afa Allahu alayk. So, yeah, remember, Almighty Allah mentioned two separate things. For your wives, you, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, must pay the mahar. Second one, if the slaves come to you, that is after the war and so forth, the battle, so that also is halal for you. So remember this, this is halal for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as well as the Ummah as well. When the Muslim army is victorious against the enemy, we don't want to place a burden on the first curse. So now you've got five options as Amirul Jaish, commander and chief commander of the army. So number one will be Qatl. You can kill the enemy because they are competents and they want to kill you. Second one, Man wa imma fidan. You take ransom from them and what you agree on and so forth to impose upon them. And that must be reasonable, not something that is far-fetched and so. Third one, you forgive them and they can go. Fourth one, you must remember that what you do, Mubadalatul Usara. You use them for the exchange of prisoners of war. They have some of our prisoners. We have some of theirs. So irrespective of the numbers, we have one and they give us five. Or we give them five and they give us two, three. So all that is permissible. And the last one is istirqaq. Istirqaq is you make them slaves. So today, even when a Muslim hears this word slave, now because of the Western concept, the person is in chains and shackles, and the person will not get food, he'll be whooped and that. Islam rejects all that. I'll give you one easy or two easy examples or three easy examples. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his Hayat-e-Mubarakah, Hayat-e-Tayyibah, liberated 63 slaves. You must remember that. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, one sahabi, one companion, he liberated a'ataqa alfa abdin, 1,000 slaves, wa'atamara alfa marra, and performed 1,000 umrahs as well. So that is Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma. Third one, you must remember that the people who are in the thick of the battle, so they will receive the share and that from the booty and so forth. So these are the issues we must remember. So all my Allah will give you that people, people, men and women. So you have extra labor, you can use them in your farm, in your shop and so forth. And if it is male, so remember, then you keep him and you must then give him boarding, lodging, everything. One example, when we ask Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, what is Silsilatul Zahab, the best chain in transmission in Hadith, the golden chain? 
He said, Imam Malik narrates from his teacher Nafi. Nafi narrates and reports from Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu. Nafi was a slave of Abdullah ibn Umar. He told him, I liberate you. Go. Thousand slaves. Go. He said, no. I stay here and I'm going to learn by you. That is Islam. And he learned so much that Imam Bukhari, Amirul Mu'mineen fil Hadith said, this is the golden chain and the best form of transmission. So that is what Islam did. It elevated the slaves and they became the greatest scholars of their time. Not all of them, but some of them. So now, my father's brother's daughter, so even I can get married to her, so you can also marry her, but see the condition in front. Your father's sister's daughter, so your maternal, your paternal uncle's, so, or paternal uncle or paternal auntie's daughter, so that is banati ammika or banati ammatika. Wabanati Khalika, your mother's father's your, your mother's brother's daughter, your mother's brother's daughter, what we call Mama Ji Mamu, so he is daughter. So remember it's permissible. Wabanatika Khalatik, so it means that your Masi's daughter, your maternal auntie's daughter, your mother's sister's daughter. But see the condition. So this is the unique feature. وَبَنَاتِ خَالَاتِكَ اللَّاتِي هَاجَرْنَ مَعَكَ All this is for those ladies who made hijrah. They migrated to Medina Munawwara. Then only they're permissible for you. If they didn't migrate, then they're not permissible for you. See Ummehani. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam proposed to her, wanted to marry. But she, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam cannot marry her because she did not make hijrat. She stayed in Makkah Mukarramah. So we must understand that this condition is only solely exclusively for him, Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that they must be muhajirat. Those who migrated to Madinah Munawwara. And it's for all the women there before that. وَمَرَأَةً مُؤْمِنَةً إِنْ وَهَبَتْ نَفْسَهَا لِلنَّبِي Sometime you will get a lady, she herself comes and says, I want to marry you, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi For us it's not permissible. Her father, her brother must give permission. لَا نِكَاهَ إِلَّا بِوَلِيِّنْ Authentic hadith in Tirmidhi, Nasai, Ibn Majah, Mishkat, Mustad Ahmed. So if a lady who's a believer, true believer, you are but nafsaha, she wants to give herself to you. Lin Nabi sallallahu Lin Nabi to Nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam, the Prophet peace be upon him. In aradan Nabi yu ayyastan kiha. And if Nabi alayhi sallallahu sallam has the desire to marry her, so that also is permissible. Khalisatullaka, only for you. That she doesn't need the permission of her family and so forth. So for me and you, we must take permission. Otherwise, the nikah is not valid. Without the believers. So these are special. You call this khasais, sul-kubra. The khasais and the unique features and characteristics. Allama suyuti and other ulama have written books on that. Some are khasais, a kubra. Some are khasais, a sughra. Meaning that the signs of Nabi Alayhi uniqueness, some are written the big, big signs. Some are written the small, small signs. But all are signs nevertheless to show us that the greatest of all met Allah Jalla Wala. So remember Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for him, there will be special, special laws. 
Only for you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Not the believers, me and you, no. Indeed, we have all the knowledge. What we made compulsory upon them. That the mahar, the marital gift, fi azwajihim, regarding their wives. See, today, if a person can afford it, we will tell him, pay 17, 18, 19, 20,000 rand. South African currency, $1,000, for example. So remember Mahare Fatimi and so forth. Why? Because you can afford it and you will get more reward and so forth. But there's money, mum, also. So the Hanafi say 400 rand, the Shafi is and humbly say whatever they agree on. And remember, it can be 1 rand, 5 rand, 100 rand, whatever. And remember that the Maliki say in a case like this that it will be. Remember, minimum mahar will be 125, 135, 140, and it fluctuates with the gold price, silver price, and so forth and so on. But alimna ma faradna alayhim fi azwajim regarding their wives. So we have to provide roti, kapra, makan, food, shelter, clothing, education, everything, medical expenses. And whatever your right hand owns, you have to look after them also, boarding, lodging, everything. You cannot just dump them somewhere and leave them in shackles and chains, all that is haram and not permissible. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is teaching us here, that whatever remember is the right hand owns, so you are responsible for them now. So Allah Ta'ala says, لِكَيْ لَا يَكُونَ عَلَيْكَ حَرَجٍ So that there must be no difficulty for you, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and no difficulty for the Ummah also by extension. مَا يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ مِنْ حَرَجٍ Allah does not want difficulty for you in your deen and religion. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Ad-Deenu Yusrun. Deen, Islam is very, very easy, but we complicate all these issues. Barakallahu fiqh, salam. And thereafter, Allah Ta'ala says, لِكَيْ لَا يَكُونَ عَلَيْكَ حَرَجٍ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا And all Matyallah is very, very forgiving and very, very merciful. Barakallahu fiqh, salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.